welcome back to the Exploding Tire. It's episode five. And I have to apologize for no show last week. The goal was to uh, sum up all the BlizzCon stuff. And things got away from me. Too much stuff going on. It's crazy. Plus, I feel like, um, I mean, Overwatch had its fair share of announcements, but none of it was, you know, earth-shattering in terms of this year. This year was not as big as some years have been in the past for the game. But uh, I'm here. I'm back. I'm ready to hang with you and talk about Overwatch and kind of sum things up. Now, here's the deal. Uh, I shouldn't go on or go too far into this uh, news cycle this week without at least touching on my impressions of what I saw at the con. So, Moira, who is out today, by the way, breaking news, beep, 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 November 16th, 2017, let it be written that uh, Moira was launched into the world uh, a little early. I don't think anyone saw that coming. I think we all thought we had at least another week of PTR or something uh, with her, but she's in the game now, and uh, I'm going to get into some public play later today and see what I think of her now that she's out of the PTR. I played her some on PTR, and uh, my impressions at the show and my impressions now are about the same. I think she's An interesting, also much-needed new support character in the game. Uh, She does some crazy stuff. She's a weird combination, as many have pointed out before, of like Zenyatta meets a little bit of Mercy, meets a little bit of of, uh, what's-her-name. I can't think of her name all of a sudden, Symmetra. Uh, She's a a weird character and also weird-looking. Her design is very unique and interesting. And um, anyway, I'm excited for her to be a part of uh, of the lineup. I have no idea where they go from here. That was one of the things I was trying to do at the show is look for other hints at what other characters might be on their way or what might be next. And they dropped no hints. They leaked nothing. Um, I assume they've got other heroes in the works. I mean, they, they always seem to. But I don't know. Maybe they'll take a break for a while. They've got a pretty solid lineup right now, so who knows. Also, I really, really like the animated short Honor and Glory. I thought it was amazing. I got to spend some time with Darren DePaul over the week or over that weekend, and uh, the voice of Reinhardt. He was fantastic. What, a, what an awesome dude he was. And um, really had a good time with him. He did not get my joke about walking around the con with the voice actor who plays Lucio. I asked if everyone sped up when uh, the when that voice actor was hanging with them, and he didn't he didn't get that joke. But it's okay. I mean, you can't listen. He was bombarded. It's total fanfare freakout at BlizzCon for Darren DePaul. And... Um, That was solidified even more when he got up and did the co-presentation at the top of things with Jeff Kaplan. So anyway, Honor and Glory, amazing, fantastic. Uh, Again, did not get leaked ahead of time. Nobody knew it was coming. Beautiful story, incredible stuff. And we have more news about what they may be doing in the future with their their cinematics. Very excited about that little nugget as well. And then uh, the Blizzard World map. I only got to peek into that thing a little bit. I didn't even actually get to play it, but I got to watch people up in the press area play it. And it's exactly what you think. It's, you know, fan service for Blizzard stuff. But it seems like a good map. Uh, We're not going to see that thing unless they surprise us. We're not going to see that thing until 2018, which, you know, now is only, what, a month and a half away. But that doesn't mean we're going to get it the 1st of January either. So I I, I forget what they said their timetable was on that. But I was very impressed with it. I think it looks great. I like that it's multifunction to use for different modes. And we're not stuck with just a push map or just a, you know, just a payload map or just a control point map. So... Uh, that seems good. Uh, overall, a great showing. Obviously, the competitive play at BlizzCon was amazing. And that's kind of my summation. You know, it was a big show. A lot of focus on Warcraft this year. A uh, good deal of focus on uh, some of their other games. But, you know, Overwatch kind of settling into that comfortable place where they've got new things to show, but they're not, you know, this wasn't the year where they were breaking down all kinds of new walls or anything. But good stuff. And Moira, today, get out there, play her. 
and let me know what you think. So this is interesting. Uh, there's some Microsoft news tied to some Overwatch news. Doesn't happen very often, but um, Microsoft has teamed up with Blizzard for a huge Xbox One X boost. Uh, a lot of Overwatch fans who play on the Xbox have been wondering what's the deal. Uh, and also, you know, me buying this extra powerful console, which, you know, in fact, makes it the most powerful console on the market right now. Does that enhance my ability to play Overwatch? Does it take advantage of any of the advantages that are reportedly part of the Xbox One update? And Blizzard just announced they're planning to release a Xbox One X update for the new console. Quote, the Overwatch team is excited with great possibilities that are held within the Xbox One X, read a Microsoft post. The team is currently exploring on how the game experience can be enhanced on this platform to leverage the console's incredible hardware and is working on implementing 4K resolution in the game and on Xbox One. That is to say the X. They didn't say that there, but I think that's what they meant. Uh, it is very important for the team to make sure the user interface looks natural on a truly large screen. We will share more details for our plans for 4K support on the Xbox One X later, unquote. So in the meantime, uh, if you have an Xbox One, uh, great, you're still playing. If you have an X, you're still playing, but you may get an enhanced update soon. This is not, now some people have feared this, and this is not, just to make sure that everyone understands, a new game. You're not going to be forced to go out and purchase a new copy of Overwatch to play it and take advantage of it on the Xbox One X for a couple of reasons. One, Blizzard would never freaking do that. I think they've earned our trust in that regard. Uh, if they did, it would be pss, freaking PR suicide. Uh, but secondly, this is also Microsoft's particular commitment that every game released for the Xbox One will run on everything, and developers are encouraged to make sure uh, when possible to optimize for the X. So I think this is good news. If you purchased one and you've just gotten your Xbox One X, good news. Zenyatta will never look better. There was a pretty major support shakeup live on the PTR, now live in the in the world, in the public realms. But when this story broke, or when people were talking about this, it was still assumed we were going to have a little more time on the PTR with Moira and uh, and others. By the way, I keep calling her Moria. I know that's dumb, like the Mines of Moria. It's killing me. I don't know why it keeps happening. I've done okay so far here. I guess I didn't need to tell you about this, but it's been freaking me out. But anyway, a few things have gone under the knife, knife namely Anna. She's getting an additional 10 damage. She went from 60 base damage to 70 base damage on her biotic rifle's standard fire. So the same thing that heals your teammates and the one that damages your enemies has been beefed by 10 hit points, uh, which seems good. Um, sadly, poor Mercy getting another round of nerfs on the PTR. And uh, we talked about these last week or last time we spoke. Um, but... Here's the the raw meat of what's happening with Mercy as of today. And I don't think anything changed with the release this morning, but I'll, uh, it's it's happened so recently that I haven't had a chance to check. But um, Mercy's standard non-Valkyrie Resurrect now has a cast time. So you can't just run up and hit E and then you're done. It has a cast time and can be interrupted. So you can stop her from doing it with interruptible abilities like sleep or... Uh, Oh, I can't think of any others right now. Uh, What's-her-name's ultimate? Uh, 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 ah, I can't think of any others. But yes, like anything that's like putting you to sleep or stunning you. Uh, McCree's stun will, will do this, for example. 
And um, so there's that. She can move, but at a highly reduced rate. So it's not like she's completely immobile during this cast, but she does slow way down when she's doing it. So this is the trade-off. I think people think she's too OP, being able to just run around and res people kind of at, at will when the cooldown timer's off. And now she she has some some risk in that, or a little more risk than she used to have. Um, so anyway, uh, Valkyrie gets rid of those restrictions, by the way. So you can freely res without any slow or cast time or any of that. So while you're in Valkyrie mode, her, her ultimate as it stands today, uh, you can fly, uh, you can, uh, you know, do all your stuff and you're not limited by any of those, uh, you know, slowdowns or, or, or uh, cast times or any of that stuff while you're in that mode. I think that's a good trade. I think I'm okay with it. It's really just her standard play. That's going to take a hit. So anyway, I think that's what launched today. Unless they made any last minute changes. I can't imagine it, but, um, anyway, and then of course, you know, Moira high skill cap. She's difficult. I think high damage healer. She's got her drain ability. She's got her ricochet deal. She has her limited AOE heal and all that stuff. We don't know what she does to the meta yet. She's going to come in there and just fart on all our expectations. And we're just going to be standing there grooving on it because we're not going to know what to do with it. But I'm very excited to see how she plays in some uh, group play later today. I'll report back on my feelings and I'd love to hear yours. Right after 66 minutes of Overwatch shorts, that's right. We are well over an hour. Well, we're six minutes over an hour of Overwatch shorts. Take them all back to back. Watch them all end to end. And I assume this is from logo to logo, which adds a little bit in there. But anyway, uh, Blizzard is considering an actual movie. What? What? The long-awaited uh, thing that we've all been bugging them for forever. They might actually do it. In a recent interview with MCVUK, Activision Consumer Products Division head Tim Kiplin said out loud that they want to make an Overwatch movie. Quote, we would like that very much, unquote. He said in response to a question about an uh, Overwatch film. Then he expanded a little bit, and here's what he said. Quote, we're a platform and a portfolio. These franchises exist across multiple platforms, so it's not just the game as a driver, but it's linear content, movies and TV as an example, as a way to expand the audience and expand the opportunity, and then esports too. Because pull all that together, and you're talking about franchises that are frankly like no other, unquote. Now, this is the dude over at Activision. Um, obviously, he's closely tied to the folks over at Blizzard. But many have pointed out, and I would echo the thought, that this is not Blizzard talking. So we don't know what they want to do. And maybe it doesn't matter what they want to do. Maybe Activision calls the shots on this kind of thing, but I'm guessing not. I'm, I'm guessing Blizzard still has creative um, foresight here, or oversight, rather. So... Who knows, man, but I'll tell you what, if you told me that I could soon uh, and hopefully very soon see live, not live action, but like a fully animated hour and a half feature film on Netflix or in the theater or anywhere uh, or half hour television series, whatever, uh, with Overwatch, I freaking, I mean, we've been begging for this. This is what we want. This is what we want. Give us what we want. Hand it to us. We're ready. Our bodies are ready. All right, in the realm of kind of dumb things, I just had to bring this up. A streamer, <laughs> this is great, has built a fidget spinner-powered controller for Overwatch and uh, specifically for Genji and his, uh, <laughs> his standard attack. It's pretty pretty stupid, but 
Rudyism is the name of the uh, streamer. And he's done all kinds of weird things with his PC before. He hooked up a bunch of bananas in, in order to play Winston. I remember seeing that. He also had a D.Va playable using flight sticks, as well as a whole bunch of other heroes. But his Winston controller is a clumsy, if entertaining, effort. It's not that big a deal. His new project is maybe even sillier. <laughs> he made it so Genji can be controlled by using a fidget spinner. Uh, if you... <laughs> and then think about it, too. Like, a fidget spinner looks like a Genji shuriken or... Shuriken? Shuriken. Am I saying that right? I apologize if I'm not. Uh, but that thing looks like it, kind of, right? So you just spin it, and he's... Foot, 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 and he's throwing it out while you're spinning it. It's pretty crazy. And it actually kind of works. So go search for it. You'll find it. Everybody posted it everywhere. I don't think it's going to win any games. I don't think that that's an optimal way to do anything. But sometimes you just want to do weird crap in this world because you can, and I'm totally for this. <laughs> We're going to hop into a quick email here that came to me at scott at frogpants.com. And it came from Spiller X. Spiller X. S-P-I-L-L-3-R-X. I assume the three is pronounced as an E. Who knows? Anyway, it says this. Hey, Scott. Welcome back from BlizzCon. What's your take on these uh, support changes? Are you worried that they might have broken balance and are scrambling for a fix? Love to hear your thoughts. Keep up the good work. All right. What I think Spiller X is referring to is this mad dash to nerf mercy okay fix mercy oh crap she's op again every game has mercy in it what do we do i don't know but maybe um lucio isn't what he used to be maybe we need to beef him up or no he's not a problem it's just that mercy's op and blah 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 blah, blah right all this stuff about about support lately and they do seem to be kind of scrambling to get it right i think that's good but it does ask the question at the at the roster they're at now at the total composition of characters they have now do we have a problem with balance when it comes to, I guess, a myriad of aspects of the game, but specifically with, with support. Maybe. I mean, I'm no game developer, but it, do, have we ever known a company more than Blizzard that is better at balance? Look at StarCraft. They took three weird races that really have nothing to do with each other and somehow made them all rock, paper, scissors together in a way that was really meaningful and interesting. So I believe in their ability to do it. But yeah, we might be in a period where they're really trying to crank it out and figure it out and not hurt their characters too much by doing that. So we'll see. Mercy's a weird case, for sure. Thanks for emailing. Scott at frogpants.com is the address. Frogpants.com slash exploding tire is our website. And you can follow the show at exploding tire on Twitter. You can also follow me at Scott Johnson. Thank you guys for being here. We'll be back next week with a brand new edition of The Tire. Come on back then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.